You're listening to All Things Photo. In this episode, we talk about staying inspired. Howdy, folks. So I'm not sure how long this episode's going to be. And I know it's going to be a little discombobulated, a little mixed up, no real structure. And I know this because I didn't write any notes down. I kind of just wanted to talk to you off the top of my head so that you get a real sense of my opinion on staying inspired. When people first get into photography, they start on this high. They get this new camera equipment. They get out. They start taking photographs. Some of them are horrible, but they'll find one that they really love and they, they latch on to that. And they'll remember the emotions they were feeling, what they had to do to get the shot, where the tripod legs were even setting. They remember every detail about it and you just focus in on it and you love photography. Then you start your improving process. You start reading the books and you start messing with your settings and becoming a better photographer, learning rules of thirds and all those wonderful things that go along with being a photographer. And I think the more you learn of that, the less you remember those emotions and those feelings when you were first out there taking your photographs. It is that way with me. I remember the time when I first started out in slide film even, and it was just so exciting to get that box of slide film back and to look at it on that light table and then see those images come to life and those memories come back. And it was wonderful, but it doesn't last. It never lasts. Anybody that tells you it does is just flat out lying to you. I think that they, they start out high and then they'll dwindle down and they'll go low and then they'll come back up high because that's just the way life works in general. There's highs and lows. It's the same with photography. Now, the lowest in photography is still probably better than most everything else in life. So, you know, you kind of have to take that with a, a grain of salt when I say a low in photography. But there are times when, at least for me, that I was done. I was ready to give up. In fact, just last year with COVID and with having to close the business down and losing all the workshops and all those things that I'd worked hard for, I had to close those down. It was a really low time in photography where I didn't want to take my camera gear out. I didn't want to pick my camera up. I didn't want to do anything. So what do you do in those down times to stay inspired? And I have to tell you, I didn't do anything. I didn't do a thing to help myself stay inspired or to motivate myself to get off the couch or to do any of those things. I just didn't do it. And I can tell you from experience, not doing anything will get you the exact results you think that they will. So step one, you've got to motivate yourself to get there. You've got to want to be inspired. It doesn't just happen. It's like anything else in life. If it's worth it, then you've got to work for it. So for me right now, I'm working through a couple of books. One of them is by Rick Salmon. It's called Phototherapy, Motivation and Wisdom. It is a book of no pictures. It is a book of a lot of words, and it's pretty neat. And I think it, if it's something that you're struggling with, you might pick that book up and try. And another one that I'm looking at is called The Creative Fight by Chris Orwig. And what's unique about this one is at the end of every chapter, he has little go-dos, really, little notes that you need to take or projects that you need to do. And if you get out and do that, that's going to help with your creativity, of course. But the more you're out, the more inspired you're going to be, especially if you've learned something new. 
from the creative fight. And that's what this is. The inspiration, the creativity, all of it is a fight. And it's fighting against all of the science in the world. It's fighting against all the numbers. Creativity and science in photography, they merge. They have a meeting of the minds. And we have to be there too. I've seen people that were incredibly creative, yet they produced horrible pictures because they didn't take the scientific side of photography serious. And I've seen people that have technically accurate photos, but they didn't take the creativity side of it serious. So I'm talking about creativity and scientific nature of photography as it relates to inspiration, staying inspired. If one side is where you spend most of your time. If you're a creative individual and that's where you spend all your time, take a moment, go to the scientific side. Start really getting into your camera and your settings and reading all you can and just get involved in the science of photography. If you're a technical individual and you're not very good at this creative thing, then in order to be inspired, Start working on your creativity. Start reading books on composition and books on feelings because there's a lot of feeling in photography. Science people don't like to hear that, but that's just the truth of it. A photograph elicits a feeling, an emotion. You have to be able to tap into that. And if you're a technical photographer and you don't worry about creativity, then you're, you're missing something. And if you take that time to study creativity and composition... And learning that, then it could be a path that leads to inspiration. Then there is the photography gear to get inspired. I am a gearhead. I love photography gear. I like to look at it and pick it up and touch it and hold it. And yes, I've heard a million times, it's not the gear that makes the photographer. I know that. Everybody knows that. You don't have to tell anybody else in the forums. Everybody knows. It is the photographer behind the gear that makes the photograph. But photo gear is fun. And for me, I like to look at it and to hold it and to touch it and squeeze it and call it George. That's what I like to do. Does it inspire me? Yeah, it can. Absolutely. Especially if I get new gear. I don't think gear can sustain inspiration, but I think it can help. It can give you other options, different things to think about, all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's just downright cool. Camera gear is cool. And if you don't think that, you might, might want to find another podcast. Don't find another podcast. Stay with this one. So to stay inspired, you have to work for it. I have to work for it. If I want to be inspired with photography, I've got to put forth the effort. It's worth it. It is my creative outlet. It is my passion in life. It is what I love to do, even if I forget. So when those moments hit you and you find yourself down in the valley of photography and you don't want to pick that camera up, pick the camera up. Make yourself do it. Make yourself go out and photograph. Whether it's something that you're familiar with or something new, whatever it might be, pick up the camera, go outside and take some photos or set up something in your house or try something new. If you're not a portrait photographer, try portrait photography. If you're not a landscape photographer, what's wrong with you? I mean, try landscape photography. Whatever you can do to motivate yourself, it's in your hands. You're the one steering the boat steer it in the right direction. I asked Rick Salmon one time, in those low moments, what do you do to stay inspired? And he said, just keep shooting. Just keep shooting. All right, folks. Well, I think that's going to be it. It's not a very long episode, but I think you get the point. We all experience those highs and lows. 
but it's up to us to dig our way out. So get off the couch, grab your camera, escape, explore, and create. This episode is sponsored in part by Breakthrough Photography. So if you're in the market for an incredible filter, head on over to eldridgephoto.com, find our sponsors page, and click the link to Breakthrough Photography.